0: Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sabbath. We want to w- welcome each one of you to the Eastridge Seventh Avenue Church. If you're a guest, we want to especially welcome you today. And today you are in for a treat. We got a s- very special program planned for you, as you can see in the bulletin. And I want to give a special thanks to all the participants, and especially Sandra, for planning all this. It's already a busy time of the year, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of practicing and planning that went uh, along with this. So I just want to thank each and every one of you who are participating. It's going uh, to be a privilege for us to be an audience. Um, just a, a quick announcement. Make sure you read your bulletins. But just want to remind you that the revelation unfolded. The Wednesday night meeting is going to resume on January 3. Uh, make sure you're here for that. Um, And I believe that's all the announcements we have today. Thank you very much, and so glad you're worshiping with us today. Thank you.
1: Join us on our first hymn, number 127 Infant Holy, Infant Lowly. 127.
0: M one hundred fifteen O come O come Emmanuel <clears throat>
1: And let's sing Angels from the Realms of Glory, Hymn 119.
2: and for this Christmas season. Thank you for the opportunity to focus our eyes upon the birth of Christ and the reason that he came to this world. We thank you also for the fact that we have this church. All the talent and all the peace and all the friendship and all the love that we find here, we give thee praises. Bless us as we worship together and sing to our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: You may be seated.
3: Thank you.
4: We invite you to join us for the responsive reading.
1: Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you.
4: For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And a nation shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Therefore
3: the Lord
2: himself will give you a sign, and the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and
1: will call him Emmanuel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life.
4: For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. For to us the child is born, to us the Son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name
1: shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. <laughs> of the increase of his government and of the peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore.
4: The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. Become flesh and and dwelt among us, us. and and we we have have seen seen his glory,
1: glory glory as as of the only Son Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. i oh. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her.
4: He called his name Jesus.
5: Thank you.
1: And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And when all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth, Turn in your hymnals to number 118, the first Noel, 118.
4: For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger.
6: I'm sure he must have been surprised at where this road had taken him, cause never in a minute standing at the manger, he saw with his own eyes the message from the angel come alive. And Joseph said, why me? I'm just a simple man of trade. Why him? With all the rulers in the Inside this stable filled with hay, why her? She's just an ordinary girl. And now I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say. But this is such a strange way to save the world. How it could have been If Jesus had come as he deserved There would have been no Bethlehem No lowly shepherds at his birth But Joseph knew the reason Love had to reach so far, and as he held the Savior in his arms, he must have thought,
3: Why me? I'm just a
6: simple man of train, why him? With all the rulers in the world. Inside this stable filled with hay, why her? She's just an ordinary girl. And now I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say. But this is such a strange way to save the world. But this is such a strange way to save the world this is such a strange way to save.
1: And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe, lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, and pondered them in her heart, and the shepherds returned glorifying praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them.
4: After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, wise men from the east arrived unexpectedly in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was deeply disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. So he assembled all the chief priests and scribes of the people, and asked them where the Messiah would be born. In Bethlehem of Judea, they said, because this is what was written by the prophet.
1: And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, because out of you will come a leader who will shepherd my people, Israel.
4: Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. When you find him, report back to me, so that I too can go and worship him. After hearing the king, they went on their way. And there it was, the star they had seen in the east. It led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed beyond measure. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
7: This is a season marked by gift giving, but today we think about the gifts that were offered to Jesus a long time ago. Gifts of gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Gifts of treasure, comfort, and sweetness. The first gift is gold, most highly prized of material possessions. What do you treasure? What is so dear to you that the loss of it would diminish you? Can you surrender that treasure in loving response to God's sacrificial gift of a child? How? What will that look like in the year to come? The second gift is myrrh, used in preparing bodies for burial, a spice that brings healing and comfort to the afflicted. How do you define comfort? In your daily walk through the world, what makes you comfortable about who you are, how you live, the work you do, your relationships? If you were stripped of these, how would your life change? How can you offer these comforts to those who live without them? How can you be a witness through your service, your work, and your relationships to the love that gave up all for your sake? The third gift is frankincense, a fragrant offering to the Lord. What makes life sweet and fragrant to you? What makes you laugh out loud, jump for joy, weep with thanksgiving? How would your life change if joy and light and laughter were forbidden, if each day held only sorrow, violence, and darkness? How can you bring light, joy, and fragrance to the life of someone else? How will you say thank you for the gift of never-ending forgiveness, infinite patience, and eternal love? It's time now to bring to Jesus our gifts of love. May we consider that although we can bring many gifts, the most precious to him is a faithful surrendered heart that will come and adore him the deacons will wait upon us for our tithes and offerings today they will begin at the end of the sanctuary and come forward let us stand as we sing o come all you faithful
3: Come
2: Please remain standing and bow your heads with me. Our Father, the creator of all things who strung the stars in the sky, you hung the worlds in space, and with your own hands you've created us, your children. But what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitedst? We are your broken creation, lost children and doomed, but in the fullness of time, you sent your only begotten son who took upon himself our curse, becoming one with us, our God and our brother. Behold that baby in a manger, doomed from his birth to die, our Savior bearing our curse. Upon his death, he broke the curse and set us free. Now you have crowned him with glory and honor and have set him over the works of thy hands. Blessing and honor, glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. In thine hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great, and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated.
6: What's Christmas all about? What's so amazing about this story that changes our lives? Remember, it's about the cross. It's about my sin and how Jesus came to be born once so that we could be born again. It's not just about the manger. sang for him that day.
3: Jesus came to be born once so that we could be born again It's about the soul.
6: about the good things in this life I've done. It's not all about the treasures or the trophies that I've
8: won.
9: That song that the angels sang on that memorable morning is still echoing throughout the universe. It's a song that's going to continue to swell and grow with voices being added to it until finally the entire universe is going to welcome and honor Jesus Christ and God and the Holy Spirit for the work of salvation. The book of Revelation portrays that in Revelation chapter 5 where Every created thing joins in in singing, worthy is the lamb that is slain, worthy to the one that sits on the throne. And so the story of Bethlehem, though it took place some thousands of years ago, is a very present story. The song of the angels still echoes into the air. And this morning we've had a little glimpse of that heavenly beauty. Don't you agree? I don't know if your heart has been touched, but I know that mine has been deeply moved. God is longing to be as close to you and me today as he was to the angels back there, with the angels to the shepherds back there in Bethlehem. God's longing that you and I could sense their presence as we go through our daily life. What a wonderful privilege to have the knowledge that we are comforted, we're guided by heavenly beings. Earlier as I was uh, listening to the presentation, particularly the song, What a Strange Way to Save the World, really brought me to tears. We think of Jesus Christ. Where did he start? What position did he start with? Up in heaven, exalted, right? Worshiped by all the angels, creator of all things starting from that exalted position, coming down to a manger. Not a nice one like this, but a manger where animals were with all the attendant discomforts. But that step down was really just the beginning of his humiliation. Coming into humanity as a child, just the first step. Growing in Nazareth, living among his brothers, facing shame and ridicule. And then the lowest point, or perhaps the apex, of course, is the cross, where that exalted being comes down to a manger, comes into human form, and steps lower and lower until he dies for each one of us, only to once again be exalted. And now he sits at the right hand of God, continually interceding for you and for me, 24 hours of every day, seven days of every week. His one aim is to draw you closer to him. How will you respond? He's given everything. God has given everything. Heaven has been poured out in the one gift that he might become born again once more in your heart. Are you willing, friends? That's his call to us. That's the purpose of this m- uh, memorial remembering of his incarnation. Not so that we could just enjoy the beautiful music, which has been beautiful, and hear the readings, which have been inspiring, and to have the visual picture before our minds, which has been uplifting, but to go a step further and have him live in your heart and mind. He's calling us to be closer to him. Let nothing stand in your way, not your wealth, not your comfort, not the things that mean the most to you, but give all to the one that gave everything to you.
8: journeyed far, a weary pair, they sought for shelter from the cold night air, some place where she could lay her head, where she could place for her babe a quiet bed. Was there no room, no corner there, in all the town a spot someone could spare? Was there no soul come to their aid? A stable bear is where the family stayed. Do you have room for the Savior? And do you seek him anew? Have you a place for the one who lived and died? For as wise as men of old would you have come that night? Would you have sought the light? Do you have room? A star arose. A wondrous light A sign from God This was a holy night And yet so few Would come to see The babe that came To rescue you and me This child divine Is now a king The gift of love To all the world he brings And all mankind saves from doom. But on that night for him, there was no room. Do you have room for the Savior? And do you seek him anew? Have you a place for wise as men of old. Would you have come that night? Would you have sought the light? Do
9: And as we pray, I just want to echo that question, do you have room? There was a time when there was no room for that child. Is there room in your heart, in your life, tonight, today, at this moment? Or is there something crowding it out? And as I pray, I'm going to make an appeal in my prayer not going to ask you to stand up or raise your hand, but I am going to ask you where you are to respond, examine your heart, and think, what are the things that are crowding him out? Let's pray. Gracious Father in heaven, it is inconceivable, mind-stretching, and glorious that the creator of the universe would step down into an infant form, would become part of our common humanity, to come among us to reveal what you're like, to reflect your goodness and your love, but above all, to draw us closer to you. Father, you've richly blessed us this morning, and yet the question lingers in the air, Is there room in my heart, in our hearts, for you? Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak to us, speak to each one of us, put your divine finger on those things in our life that might crowd you out, and may we now, in the quietness of our own mind and heart, simply release those to Jesus Christ, surrender them to him that truly He might be born once more in our lives. Thank you, Father, for wanting to do it. Thank you for loving us enough to put in motion the plan of salvation. Thank you for putting heaven at risk for each one of us. May that love draw us back to you. In Jesus' name, amen.